Welcome to Take Another Five, your weekly podcast on a bit of this and a bit of that. Hosted by Donna J. Jodhan. Hello there. I'm Donna Jill Jodhan, and welcome to my weekly podcast called Take Another Five. Before I go any further, it would only be fitting for me to thank all of you who have taken the time to write to me at info at sterlingcreations.ca with your feedback. We really appreciate hearing from you, and you know what? It is only through you and with you that we could continue to produce these weekly podcasts. And I'm telling you, I enjoy bringing it to you as much as you would enjoy listening to them. So thank you, thank you, thank you for dropping in every week to listen and to and download our podcasts. I live in Toronto, Canada, and I'll tell you a little bit about myself. I'm an author, blogger, audio mystery writer, entrepreneur, advocate, and law student. That's quite a mouthful, isn't it? But you know what? I enjoy what I do for a living, and this is why I enjoy bringing it to you. So, what is Take Another Five all about? What is this podcast all about? And when I am asked this question, I tell people this. It is all about a bit of this and a bit of that. And this is exactly what it is. Segment one consists of Kitchen Corner, where I present you with recipes that you can use on any occasion. If you're in a crunch, in time of an emergency, you want to try out something new or anything like that. These are yummy, yummy recipes that I have gathered for you. Segment two has to do with Take Another Five with Technology. And it's all about me presenting you with apps which you can use in your daily life. Not only that, I also present you with lower level technology. And what is this? It's all about giving you some information, very useful information on technology that is lower level, is not high tech uh, stuff. It's all, it's all about things that, or gadgets that you can use in your everyday life. Segment three has to do with the five minutes mystery. And it is written by me. It is sold by me on my website, www.donnajodhan.com. And they're mysteries that are meant to tease your mind and your imagination. It's all about problem solving. And you can do this. You know, you can be lying on your couch watching TV in the kitchen, preparing a meal for the family or for yourself. The fourth segment <clears throat> has to do with in the end zone with the entrepreneur. And I, as an entrepreneur, present you with weekly tips that you can use 
for yourself, for your friends, your family, anyone who is an entrepreneur or is aspiring to become an entrepreneur. And finally, segment five. It's all about scam alerts, uh, weekly scam alerts that I have chosen for you, and staying ahead of bullies. It's one of my pet peeves, helping society to rid ourselves of bullying. <clears throat> so, without much more ado, let's move on. First, I'd like to thank my producer and my marketer. My producer is Mike Chichello, and that's spelled C-I-A-R-C-I-E-L-L-O. And you can, can, can contact Mike at Emma, as in morning, on the line dsmusic at bell.net. Or give him a call at 514-827-9092. And who is Mike Chichello? Mike is one of the guys behind this podcast. Mike is creative, imaginative. Mike is committed. Mike is a very recognized and high-profile musician, producer, and anything to do with music in our community. Give Mike a call. Try him out. Mike will always be there for you. And now on to my marketer. Another Mike. Mike Babcock. And what Mike does is this. And it's in his own words. He does coaching for blind and small business owners with he helps them to build their business online and he also helps to automate the tasks that they don't want to do and you know what that's me there are certain tasks that i don't want to do so guess what i call on my favorite marketer mike babcock and you can contact mike by going to his website at www dot yourroundpay.com Right then, here comes our question of the day. And it is this. Very easy questions I have for you each week. I think it's meant to get you going and, and I thank you for the feedback that we have received on these questions. So, what is your favorite month of the year? Could it be a wintry month like, you know, December, January, February? Or a spring month like March, April, May, or maybe June? Or a summer month, June to August or September? Or even September, October, or November when it starts to get cooler? Maybe it is a month in which we have holiday time like December or you know, maybe at Easter time. What is your favorite month? I'll tell you right now, mine is December, Christmas time, Christmas holidays. Okay, time to move on. And let's wrap up the mystery from last week. All right. So, do you remember what last week's mystery was all about? The ice skater's last invitation? 
where Kyle Willoughby was brutally murdered. And there were certain suspects that we had identified for you. Someone in uh, Melissa's company, his wife. Someone who was working with um, Kyle. Someone who was associated with his brother, Jake. So here is the final outcome, folks. After Kyle's brother, Jacob, had hired Benny to protect Kyle, and Benny was the bodyguard, Benny, Benny, was, Bill, Benny was bribed to kill Kyle and Melissa by someone in Melissa's company. It had taken a lot of money to bribe Benny, as he had really liked Kyle and Jake, but money had won out in the end. It was planned that after Benny had done the job, he too would be killed to shut him up. Benny's killer has wa had watched as he, Benny, had killed Kyle. Then he had killed Benny and had disappeared into the night. So there you have it, folks. Benny killed Kyle and someone else killed Benny. We hope that you at least got part of this mystery correct, or maybe you got all of it. Great for you. But if you didn't, don't worry about it. If you'd like to listen to my audio mysteries, download them for a very affordable price, or you'd like to sign up for our monthly subscription to my library, unlimited subscription, I would say, please go to www.donnajodham.com and visit my online store. Now, it's time to move on to segment one, and we'll catch you on the other side. Welcome to my kitchen corner. Hello again, it's Donna Jill Jodham, and welcome to segment one of Take Another Five. I can't go on unless I remember to thank my dear friend Mama Peach, a.k.a. Melanie, for sharing all of her wonderful recipes with all of her friends. Thank you, thank you, Mama, for all of these recipes, and I'm delighted to pass them on to you. And it's time now for us to cook up a storm. And what do we have in store for you this week? Hmm, let's see. Well, this first recipe comes from the Quick Fix Snacks, and it's called Apple Wheels. <clears throat> Okay, one and a quarter cup of creamy peanut butter, two teaspoons of honey, one and a half cup of semi-sweet mini chocolate chips, mm -hmm. one tablespoon of raisins, 
four red or yellow apples cord. And now you combine the peanut butter and honey in a bowl. Stir in chocolate chips and raisin, raisins. Fill center of apples with peanut butter mixture. Refrigerate for one hour. Slice apples into one quarter inch rings to serve. This makes four servings. Doesn't this sound yummy to you? Sounds yummy to me. And you know what? I made it the other day and it came out fairly well. So I'm very proud of myself. And I know you'll be proud of yourself if you try this. Right then, let's go on to recipe two. And it's party appetizers. Um, this is the category that I have chosen for this week. And this recipe is called Cherry Topped Duck Breast on Sweet Potato Pancakes. My goodness, a mouthful, but I'm sure you're going to enjoy this recipe. Two boneless skin on duck breasts, so you leave the skin on the duck breasts. One and a quarter teaspoon of salt. One eighth teaspoon of black pepper. One half cup of red currant jelly. One half cup of orange juice. Sweet potato pancakes. And I'm going to give you the recipe for this afterwards. One quarter cup of sour cream. One quarter cup of cherry preserves. Now you heat the medium, sorry, heat medium skillet over medium high heat. Let me say that again, okay? Heat medium skillet over medium high heat. Sprinkle duck breasts with salt and pepper. Add to skillet skin side down. Cook for two to three minutes or until dark golden brown. Turn skin side up. And cook for another two to three minutes. Transfer this to the crock pot when you're done. Stir your jelly and juice together in a small bowl. Pour over the duck breasts and cover. Cook on high for one to one and a half hours or until it is cooked through but it has to be tender. Transfer your duck breast to a cutting board. Remove skin and any remaining fat and discard this. Slice each duck breast in, um, crosswise into 12 equal slices, okay? Top each sweet potato pancake with one half teaspoons of sour cream, one slice duck breast, 
and one half teaspoon cherry preserves. And you've got to serve this immediately. Now, let me give you the recipe for the sweet potato pancakes. Two medium sweet potatoes, about, let me, let me start this again. Two medium sweet potatoes, about eight ounces in total, and shredded. Two medium russet potatoes, about eight ounces in total, and shredded as well. One small onion finely chopped, three tablespoons of all-purpose flour, one egg lightly beaten, one half teaspoon of salt, one quarter teaspoon of black pepper, and your canola oil. Don't forget the canola oil. Combine the sweet potatoes the russet potatoes, the onion, the flour, the egg, the salt and pepper in large bowl. Stir to mix well. And now you heat one quarter inch of oil in a large non-stick skillet over medium heat. Drop the batter um, by Drop the mat batter by scant tablespoons into hot oil and gently spread into one to one half inch circles with your spoon. C cook until light golden brown, about three minutes, and then flip and cook the second side. Remove to paper towel lined plate. Keep warm until serving. This makes six servings. Doesn't this sound yum 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 to you? You've got your duck breasts and you've got your sweet potato pancakes. Hey, have fun with this. And I'm going to go and try it in a few minutes. So there you go. Recipes from our kitchen corner for this week. Hope you at least give it a try and if you'd like to give us your feedback do this by sending us an email to info at sterlingcreations.ca now it's time to move on to segment two and i'll catch you on the other side Time to take another five with technology. Hey, it's Donna Jill Chodhan. <clears throat> Excuse me. And welcome to segment two of Take Another Five. It's time now for us to do a little uh, information digging or information sharing with you on technology. And it's all about my telling you about certain apps which we believe are very useful for you. And this app was recommended to me by a very good friend of mine who is an excellent musician. Yes, my producer, Mike Cicello. All right. 
if you are a musician, okay, and you are interested in developing your pitch and you want to continue on, then the Talking Tuner app is for you. If you are a musician and you do not think that you have perfect pitch, this will almost always include most of us, including me, then here is a nifty little app and it is a must-have for you. It costs just 99 cents US and is available from your Frimly App Store. This powerful little app is definitely worth the while. For whereas a sighted musician normally has a little digital device that they can hold while striking a note, a blind musician does not have that luxury. Okay? The digital tuner in this app indicates whether the note is sharp or flat and by how much and it displays it visually. The Talking Tuner app gives you the identical capability straight from your iPhone. Mm-hmm. Very good. Once started, the app works best if you toggle off voiceover. This is because the app has its own voice and will announce the note that you have played. It will also tell you if it is a sharp or a flat and by how much. The only adjustment that you would need to make is for the microphone's sensitivity. Okay? If it is too low, it may not respond to a quiet instrument. Conversely, if it is too sensitive, it may tell you what pitch a door makes as it closes in a nearby room. This app was, devised, was designed with voiceover capability in mind. So why not visit your nearby app store on your iDevice and purchase this powerful little app for just 99 cents US. Hey, give it a try. Have fun with it. Right then, let's move on to the next part of this segment. And I'm going to talk to you about something I discovered quite some time ago. It's called the Talking MP3 Player. Tiny Tunes. What it is really all about. That's the name of it. And this was written by someone called Kelsey on MM Friends. Okay? And this is what she says. She's writing this as a, as a review of the new Tiny Tunes KD1000 Talking MP3 Player. As some people are saying that it is great, some people are saying that it is awful, but Kelly thought that it would be good 
for someone who actually has this player and is not biased on either side of the marketing trade to review this pocket-sized lighter shape device. Okay, there's a complete guide and report of this machine. Tiny Tunes is a very small MP3 player from Future Aids. It is a company that is based in America and it has a one inch screen with three bars and underneath the screen there is a headphone and USB port on the bottom of the device and a locking switch on the top. The bars are the controls of the player and can be pressed from either the left or the right side performing different actions depending on which side you press. The top bar when pressed on the left hand side is play and the right and the right is mode select. Okay? The second bar is the volume bar and you press right to increase the volume and left to decrease the volume. And the third and final bar works the same as the arrow. Okay? Let me just say that again. The third and final bar works the same as arrow keys on the computer. Okay, the switch on the top disables the keys from accidentally um, from accidental use when you're on the move. The device has 70 hours of battery life and takes two hours to charge from a computer. It can only be used with a pair of earphones or headphones plugged into the jack on the bottom. Kelly has made several comments about this Tiny Tunes MP3 player, but we're not going to give you this lengthy commentary, but what we'll tell you is this. The Tiny Tunes MP3 player is more than just an MP3 player. It's a radio, it's a recorder, and you can listen to books on it as well as take notes. So, if you'd like to know more, go to www.futureaids.com and there you will have the opportunity to find out a lot more about this very nifty little gadget. All right then, this is it for segment two. And it's time now for us to move on to segment three, and we'll catch you on the other side. Hey, 
again, it's Donna Jill Johnhan, and welcome to segment three of Take Another Five. We're really motoring along this week, and uh, I'm just so delighted to be here in segment three with you, because I always enjoy bringing you one of my mysteries, and I also enjoy when you are able to solve it or come up with some very interesting solutions, which you have been sending to me. And great, great, great. Thank you very much for participating in these mysteries. All right, it's time for our mystery of the week. And this is one of my favorite mysteries. When I was writing and producing this mystery, I really, really enjoyed it. This one is called Breakfast in the Bahamas. And here we go. Corey Hobbs, Scotty Aleri, and Dana Briscoe had a tradition to vacation together twice annually, once to the Bahamas and once to Hawaii. However, on this last trip to the Bahamas, something went terribly wrong, and one of these close friends did not make it back home. Hmm, why? Was it a case of secrets revealed? What was it? Here's what the scene of the crime looks like. It is an early October morning in the Bahamas at around 9 a.m. and the winds are blowing lightly. There is a crisp smell in the air and noisy seabirds are flying overhead. There are some fishing boats anchored offshore. The skies are of a medium blue, the sun is lukewarm, and the color of the sea matches that of the skies above. Some tourists are having a morning swim, but a small crowd has gathered around the body of a female, which has been washed up by the rising tide. She is fully clad in a pair of long shorts and a colorful shirt. Her slippers are off of off her feet and they lie close by. There are no apparent signs of violence and there are two men standing over the body and looking down at it. They are both clad in slacks and polo shirts expressions of shock and disbelief crease their faces. The police have been called. The body has been identified by the two men. It is that of high-profile prosecutor Dana Briscoe. What could the motives have been for this? Could it have been a messy divorce? The victim was presently prosecuting a high-profile case. Could someone have had the motive to get rid of her? The victim had also recently discovered a scam. Mm -mm -mm. 
Who are the suspects to this? Blaine Kincaid III, Dana's husband. Dana was suing Blaine for a divorce. Could it have been a software hit com could it have been a software company hitman? Dana had been threatened by someone from the software company. Or could it have been someone who had wanted their secret kept? Dana had recently uncovered a smuggling ring. And they did not want her to report it. My goodness, Dana was involved in quite a few things, wasn't she? All right. The cause of death. Dana had drowned in a quicksand pool and her lungs were filled with sand. She had died a terrifying death. The rising tide had washed her body ashore. She had been found not too long afterwards. Well, Dana Briscoe had been a high-profile government prosecutor. She was involved in a lawsuit against some software companies. The case involved collusion by the software companies. And the software companies were being accused of mass collusion. The companies stood to lose billions of dollars if they were found guilty. They were definitely afraid of Dana Briscoe because they knew that she was an excellent prosecutor and she had started to receive death threats because of this case. A few years ago, Dana had married Blaine Kincaid III, but the marriage had turned into an abusive relationship. During the five years of marriage, Dana had been beaten several times, and Blaine had promised to stop after each beating. But now, Dana had finally decided to leave Blaine. Blaine was also a womanizer, and Donna had Dana had caught him in an affair. She was now suing for half of Blaine's possessions. Blaine had come from a very rich family and was a multi-millionaire. His dad had advised him not to pay Dana anything, and Blaine had threatened her life. Blaine's dad had hoped that Donna could help to reform Blaine, had begged Dana to give things another try. And he had blamed Dina for the breakup of the marriage. Hmm. Twice annually, Dana and her two friends had taken short trips to one to the Bahamas and one to Hawaii. This had become a tradition among the friends, and it had been going on ever since they had all graduated from university. For, and this had been going on for over 15 years. 
They were longtime friends dating back to high school. Corey Hobbs was an SE oh, sorry, Corey Hobbs was an SEO company executive. Scotty Alary was dean of a prestigious law school. Corey and Scotty were both happily married with kids. But these two trips were very special to the friends. They took turns booking the trips. Corey had booked this particular trip and they had always vacationed at the same hotel. They also used the same travel agent. Dana had recently told her friends about her discovery and had wanted their advice on how to proceed. Dana usually collected ceramic mermaids on her trips and she had found something in two of her mermaids on, recently, on recent trips and had told Corey and Scotty about it. The friends had suspected the existence of a smuggling ring. They had identified a possible suspect and had agreed to develop an action plan when they met. Dana was an excellent swimmer, would never have gone into the area where her body was found because there was a large pool of quicksand there. Each morning on their vacation, the friends met for breakfast. Donna, or Dana, however, go for an early morning swim before meeting her friends for breakfast. They would also meet for dinner and spend the evening together. So, there you have it. And we're going to help you out a bit by giving you some more hints at the end of this podcast. This is a very intriguing mystery, and I am sure that you're going to solve this one. Okay? So, let's move on to segment four in the meantime, and we'll catch you on the other side. In the end zone with the entrepreneur. Well, well, here we are at segment four of Take Another Five, and I'm Donna Jill Jodhan, and it's time for us to be in the end zone with the entrepreneur. For this week, I'd like to talk to you about how to start a services business for seniors. Okay? This is a very growing market. We are dealing with a rapidly aging population around the world. So this is a type of business that you could easily prosper from if done in the correct way. It's a perpetuating market and with time the demands are going to only grow. And demands are going to outstrip supplies if we don't do something about it. 
Let's think of the services that seniors would need. Things like assistance with shopping, assistance with house cleaning, assistance with personal care, assistance with renovations. These are just a few of the types of services that seniors are looking for. And if you are so inclined, this is really, really a great recommendation slash suggestion for you to entertain. It's one of the recommendations I often give to clients whenever they're looking for entrepreneurial opportunities. So go for it, folks. Try it out. Give it a whirl. If you have any questions, please send me an email at info at sterlingcreations.ca. Now it's time to motor on to segment five. We're almost there at the end of our podcast for this week. Oh, my goodness. So we'll catch you on the other side. Help us beat the bullies and the scams. Hey, it's Donna Jill Jodhan and welcome to segment five. Our final segment this week of our Take Another Five podcast. And it's all about scam alerts and building awareness on bullies. Let's start with the scam of the week, the scam alert. And it is this. Oftentimes, you will receive an offer to rid you of your old computer, or sorry, your computer viruses. So let's do that again. It's an offer that you will probably receive from time to time to help you rid your computer of those terrible, mean, awful computer viruses. These scammers come to you via phone, mainly. They tell you that they are experts at getting rid of computer viruses. They ask what type of computer you have. They tell you at the present time that there are serious viruses making the rounds and you need their help to help you rid yourself of these really awful viruses. Hey, simply hang up the phone. If you make the mistake to invite them into your home or you give them any personal details, then you are in huge trouble. Trust me. Because you know what will happen? They come into your home and instead of getting rid of those viruses, they plant other viruses and they plant a lot of malware that will enable them to hack into your system and take control of it. So you know what? Ignore these phone calls. You want to get rid of your viruses? Go to a reputable electronics store or a computer store. Right then, it's time to move on to our next part of this segment. 
all has to do with building awareness about bullying. And I asked the question, why do bullies exist? In my respectful opinion, and for what it is worth, it is because we allow and enable them to exist. I may be on the wrong track with this statement, but trust me, I truly believe that many of us may feel that it is easier to enable and to allow them to carry on with their bullying ways rather than standing up to them. There are many ways in which one can stand up to bullies and it does not have to include any physical or violence or anything physical. We could ignore their demands. We could encourage our kids to report incidents of bullying to their parents, to their teachers, and to supervisors. We could also encourage them not to get into fights with them. We could also encourage them to ignore them, for bullies often thrive on attention. In the normal scheme of things, these may not, methods may not always work at first, and it is often extremely difficult to see results at the start. But if we all come together to recognize that bullying is everywhere, that it exists within all age groups, and that, yes, we can stop the spread of it if we choose to, then I am sure that bullying will soon start to decline. So how about it? Will you join me in my campaign against bullying? I call it CAB. C-A-B. Campaign Against Bullying. All right, then. This is the end of segment five. And it is time now for me to wrap up my podcast for this week. So let's go to the other side. Hello there, it's Donna Jill Chodkin, and I wanted to stop by just before the closing of our weekly podcast, Take Another Five, to ask you this. Are you looking for someone to do product reviews for you? Do you find that in order to get to your market more quickly and more easily, you need to have someone do product reviews for you where they can testify to the appropriateness of your product, to the authenticity of your product, to your product that is a great product and one head above competition. If you are interested in these things, then please write to me at info at sterlingcreations.ca or give me a call at 416-491-7711. In addition, if you are looking for someone to do ghostwriting for you, to write articles, editorials, blogs, or even short stories for you, please 
Give me a call at 416-491-7711 and I would be delighted to chat further with you on how you can use ghostwriting to become more effective with your articles, your blogs, your editorials, and short stories. We're living in a world where things are so busy, where things are so cluttered, and it never hurts for you to get some additional help from someone like myself. So please, call me at 416-491-7711 or write to me at info at sterlingcreations.ca. Thank you. Thank you for having taken another five. We wish you a fantastic day. Well, we've come to the end of another week. Another week is in the books and it's soon going to be time for me to bid you adios until next week. But I can't do that unless I give you some additional revelations for our mystery this week, Breakfast in the Bahamas. It's these. Blaine Kincaid III would save lots of money if Dana were to be killed. He would have avoided porting with half of his possessions. The identified suspect would gain as well. Their smuggling ring would be saved if Dana were to be killed. The software companies would probably have to face another prosecutor if Dana Briscoe were to be killed. Blaine Kincaid III could have known about Dana's swimming habits. The, dent the identified suspect could have known as well. It could have been someone associated with Dana. Dana's trips that could have done the lead, as Dana had found something in her two ceramic mermaids that she had bought on her trips. So it could have been someone associated with her trips. The killer had removed incriminating evidence from Dana's beach bag, a ceramic mermaid. The letterheads on the envelope and letter had been forged. So, I'm going to leave you now with this. It may not be enough for you to solve this mystery, but you know what? If you really want to hear this mystery, go to www.donnajodhan.com and you can download this mystery in its entirety. It doesn't cost very much. Okay, so folks, this is the end of another podcast for this week. Take another five. We invite you to follow us on Twitter at Accessible World or at author underscore Jodhan or like us on Facebook at Donna Jodhan or author Donna Jodhan. And you can also go to 
www.takeanother5.com and keep listening to our podcasts. We wish you a great day, a terrific rest of the week, and we look forward to seeing you next week. Keep a song in your heart and may the winds be at your back. Bye for now.